instant replay in combat sports? Dun dun dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. Before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys you can follow me on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor.fm. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. Also, if you listen to like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify or anything like that, just go to my YouTube channel, click on any of the videos, check the description, and you'll see the links to all the different media platforms where uh, the podcast is pushed out to. So if you prefer to listen on one of those platforms, you can go ahead and do that. So instant replay. This seems like very, very common sense to me in 2018. I mean, most sports, especially the major sports, use them. But here we are sitting with combat sports in 2018 like we live in the Stone Ages. It is infuriating. The instant replay should be used for all fight-altering incidents. I'm talking about knockdowns. I'm talking about cuts so we can see if it's from a punch or a headbutt. Fouls where a point is taken, obviously, that seems like it's important. And all stoppages. Now, boxing does have this on the books, and MMA has this on the books. But being used and the way it's used are two different things. MMA has this weird rule where if instant replay is used, the fight has to be stopped. That is asinine. That makes zero sense. Zero. None whatsoever. Like I said, if you're talking about a foul, if you're talking about a cut, you can use this instant replay. Most of the time when a fighter is fouled, let's say, for example, a low blow, they give them up to five minutes to rest anyway. Everyone's just staring at the cage. Everyone's watching the guy grab his junk and move around and sit down and do jumping jacks. You have enough time. You can go in there and look at the at the footage and see what was really going on. The same thing with a cut. Cuts often lead to fight ending stoppages. We can look at this and we can see if it was a legitimate punch, kick, whatever, or if it was some type of accidental foul or intentional foul and then make the right ruling from there. And as far as this time excuse is used, we all know it takes, what, 20 to 30 seconds on average for these production trucks to pull this up, and it's frame by frame, slow motion. The viewers understand exactly what's going on, yet the officials that are sitting ringside making these decisions are clueless because they're not getting the same type of slow motion replay instant replay that we're getting. And that's ridiculous. I mean, there's no reason for that that to be going on at all. And if you want to go a little bit further, here's an even better idea. If people are going to bitch and moan about the amount of time it takes and this fighter is going to get a rest and this fighter is going to get an advantage and, oh, it's going to slow the action and all these asinine excuses that people make, all you have to do is take an official member of the commission and make him the one and only official replay overseer. He doesn't have to be the referee. He doesn't have to be in the ring. He doesn't have to do any of that. He's sitting outside reviewing it. And guess what? The fight can continue. Why does the fight have to end? Unless we're talking about a fight ending stoppage. So something happens, the fight's over, the ref calls it. The overseer can be on the outside looking it over and see what's going on. 
if it's a knockdown, a cut, and we're in between rounds, then the overseer can look at that the entire time during the break and then during the next round if need be. If it if it allows him to make the correct decision, what does it matter if it's 30 seconds, 50 seconds, a minute, a minute, 30 seconds? What does it matter? It shouldn't matter. So if an official knockdown was called and the overseer looks and see it was ruled a slip, all they have to do is go back and adjust that. I mean, this isn't the 1800s, people. We should be able to correct mistakes. And I think instant replay eliminates a lot of mistakes and it ensures the fight is called correctly and fairly. Now, a lot of people don't seem to want that. And that raises real concerns to me. They make a lot of excuses as to why, 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 why it can't happen. But they don't want to take the extra time, the extra initiative, the the extra... Um, work that's involved to go ahead and make sure that these fighters are sacrificed a lot and sometimes they get a totally raw deal because of a mistake and sometimes it is a mistake but what I'm saying is we have technology it's 2018 going to 2019 here we have technology that we didn't have in decades past that we can use there's no reason that we should be stuck in the mud like this like we're in the stone ages still ruling on combat sports like we did in the beginning there, it's it's absolutely ridiculous to me that this is even a discussion, honestly, and that it hasn't been implemented fully across the board in every single fight that it's available in. Obviously, if a missed call happens and it ends the fight, maybe it changes. Maybe we end up with a DQ or maybe we end up with a no contest when previously it was called a KO victory for the other guy. And you know what? That's fine. That's what it's there for. Nobody has a problem with somebody scoring a touchdown, then somebody challenges that, and the ball gets brought back, and the score comes off the board. Nobody has a problem with that. People expect it. The other side hails it as a great victory, and, oh, we got this call right, and everybody's always bitching about bad calls, bad calls, and how teams only have a certain amount of challenges and all this other stuff. But at least they have the options. Over here in boxing and MMA, we're sitting here like doofuses with our finger up our butts, expecting people to make split decision uh, results that affect the fighters' careers, especially in boxing. This isn't a team sport. MMA, you get a little more leeway because people don't care as much about records. In boxing, you lose a couple fights, that could be it. All the big money fights go bye-bye. You're fighting off TV. Your career could basically be over, and that's not an exaggeration. Like In boxing, people do not accept massive amounts of losses unless you're a super exciting fighter, a blood and guts warrior, like a Turo Gotti style, where you can rack up five, six, seven losses, but you're so entertaining, people just want to see you fight. But generally speaking, these mistakes can cost fighters a lot, a lot, a lot of money, if not the potential for their career, especially if they were a young prospect, they're coming up, and you know, they're making headway, and then some shady calls happen. Now they got one or two losses. It's serious business. This isn't a joke here. I think also this would um, affect a lot of a lot of issues that people have about the sport being corrupt or people having agendas. Because if Boxing showed that, yes, we're all human, everybody makes mistakes, but we're willing to go back and correct those mistakes, then I think that would help people 
um, come around to maybe that the sport's not as shady as it once was. And maybe that boxing is trying to do things the right way. And even though mistakes happen, they immediately go out of their way to try to rectify that and give the correct results. And like I said, for fairness and the general sport, you know, not just talking about fighter A and fighter B, but going into this knowing if there was a mistake, whether it was a knockdown, a foul, a punch, a headbutt, uh, just a bogus stoppage, something happened, right? If, if there's some type of mistake that the overseer, that the, the, the person that's overseeing this incident replay didn't agree with, then it could be corrected. And I think that's a good thing that far outweighs the possible negatives to it. I think it's basically all pluses with very little minuses when it comes to that. The other thing is because we talk about betting all the time, it wouldn't affect betting whatsoever because the only thing that matters is the official result. So the books are going to go off what the ring announcer announces and he gets that from the commission. So if the commission, um, you know, the, the fight stopped, the referee stops the fight, the overseer goes to it, whatever they originally thought wasn't the case and they rule it a DQ or they rule it a no contest or they rule it however they rule it, then that's how it's going to be announced and that's what the sports books are going to go for. So there's there's no negative there. It wouldn't matter whatsoever other than maybe you would have won and now you lost or maybe you would have lost but now you won. But in all honesty, you would be getting the correct version of how the fight should have played out. So sometimes you're going to be on the right side of those and sometimes you're going to be on the wrong side of those. But in all honesty, that's the way it should be because that is a level playing field and that gives the fighters who are the most important thing the fairness of getting the correct result, whatever that may be. The other thing I want to talk about is scoring. That's another thing that drives me crazy. The three blind mice should be in a soundproof booth or have noise-canceling headsets. How do they not have this? This technology is already out there. I'm not talking about future tech here. Guys, this is really basic, simple stuff. This this would eliminate all their bogusness about the crowd influence on the judges. That's ridiculous. First of all, that should that shouldn't be happening. But if this is a so-called problem or used as an excuse why people get these ridiculous scorecards, guess what? You can eliminate it. Boom. Cut them out right there. You're just focused on what's in your own mind. You're not listening to everybody cheer and boo and everything else that's going on the other thing that judges should have is a monitor right in front of them to watch the fight right what a concept like i think i'm in the future 50 years here you put the dang monitor that the ring that the announcers are using in front of the judges the same thing we're seeing they get to see guess what this is immediately eliminates their bogus excuses about, oh, the ref's big ass was in my face. Oh, this is how I saw it from my point of view. You guys have heard it over and over and over again. Oh, the ref's stanky ass was in my face all night. I could only see this boxer. I mean, the most ridiculous arguments, gone. Bye-bye, don't exist. Everybody gets that exact same feed, the exact same monitor, and they have their headsets on. So there's no excuses whatsoever to have all of these ridiculous cards going 119, 110 for one guy. And then the other guy has it 119, 110 for the other guy. 
How are you going to explain that when everybody's watching the same thing? Now we're still back to subjective, right? It's a subjective. Come on, guys. We got to do stuff. If we want to make the sport better, these are the type of things that are available right now that we could implement tomorrow with very little cost involved and would make the sport so much better. And I personally believe would hold these inept or corrupt judges accountable. I personally believe they should be removed outright. But at the very least, if you're going to produce these type of terrible cards and you've got all this tech at your fingertips and you don't have these stupid excuses to fall back on anymore, then demote these judges. Demote them to smaller fights that have less rounds until they can prove their worth, till they can prove that they deserve to be in championship fights and control fighters' destiny by being able to do their job, do it accurately, use the tools that are available, and score a correct fight. Honestly, all this stuff to me is common sense. It's just combat sports needs to catch up with the times, man. I mean, even 80-year-old Bob Arum understands that streaming is the next thing, the next big thing. It's the future for combat sports. Streaming behind a paywall. But you have giants like HBO who have cut off their boxing ties in 2019. They are simply dinosaurs. They're using an ancient business model and they're so stuck in their ways, they refuse to adapt. If a guy like Bob Arum, who's been in the promotion business forever, can see the writing on the wall, and like I said, he's 80 plus years old, man. If he can see that ESPN Plus and DAZN and these type of the matchboxing deal, all this stuff is going to streaming and behind paywalls. Golden Boy, who does awesome streams on Facebook. The quality is amazing. Thompson Boxing, who's a local type promoter. They do awesome with their streams. They put their streams out for free for their local events. And then they put the replay, the full entire card replay, up on YouTube the next day or two. This is smart. This is what needs to happen. I can't understand why these people that so that supposedly love boxing and combat sports and MMA, all they want to do is create this stuff like we're back at the beginning of time. They don't want to use any of these advantages that we have to push out the content. And don't get me started on the UFC and their copyright for every single thing. I mean, when you're talking about betting, you basically got to have a subscription to every known damn service. Fight Pass, because you want to do recaps on the fights so you can see who's fighting what, the styles, their last fight, all this stuff. They're just, it's absolute greed. It's insanity. I think the the playbook that Thompson is using and even like Golden Boy and even boxing is way, way better about putting their fights up, whether it's HBO, Showtime, even pay-per-view a week later, 10 days later, up on YouTube, up on their Facebook page or social media so people can go back and see it that didn't get a chance to see it. And then they leave it up. I know because I use those videos in my capping. Try that with the UFC. Yeah. Good luck with that. That's not going to happen. I'm going to tell you that right now. And as far as the streaming goes, how long has streaming been around, guys? We see it for everything. It's been on fire. But boxing is just now starting to go in that direction. That That is absolute. I mean, it speaks volumes about where the sport has been, how slow it is to evolve, and why HBO is cutting their boxing ties in 2019. Think about this for a second. We still use a human being to push a freaking button 
for every punch that is thrown. And that is considered official punch stats for huge networks like HBO and Showtime and including the UFC and their, their fight metrics. It is ridiculous. A dude sitting there pushing a button. It's hilarious when you hear these guys after fights where there's a lot of punches thrown and good action talking about how worn out their fingers are. I mean, that is a mockery of the sport. I am serious. Like, that's why when, lose, or draw, I generally do not use punch stats as an excuse to make my point. I told you guys this before. Even like in the Canelo Triple G uh, rematch, and it was Canelo with the more power punches, and it was basically even how people were saying it was robbery. I didn't agree with that, obviously. But I didn't point those out because I do not believe they can be accurate at all. So I don't use them when I win a fight to explain why I won the fight, and I don't use them when I lose the fight to say, oh no, these punch stats show that Canelo out through Triple G, see? So he really, I don't do it. I really don't do it because I think it's inaccurate. I think it's a total ridiculous that people ever even use those. I don't even know if people even know how they're actually captured. If people really understand some dude sitting ringside is pushing a damn button and his eyes, I guess, are just lightning quick. Like imagine a prime Roy Jones or a prime Floyd. These guys are prime uh, Zab Judah. These guys are so fast. Prime Mike Tyson throwing all these punches. And you're sitting over there. And then HBO, Showtime, UFC, they throw these numbers out as official. Official, right? It makes you think like there's some big fancy tech behind it. It's a dude's stanky finger that he probably has up his nose for half the fight. It's ridiculous. Um, I actually remember, and I thought this was a good idea. I, obviously, the tech was probably new at that time, and it hasn't taken off for whatever reason, but there was a bout where they placed some type of sensor inside the glove, and it allowed them to more accurately count the punches thrown and the punches that were landed. And if I remember, I can't remember what that was, what organization. It was a boxing match, but they had the the little numbers up on the screen. So you could see it like in real time. So the guy threw a jab and it landed and you would see that counter go up. Now, obviously, I'm sure there's problems with that and there's things that need to be tweaked or whatever. But that's what I'm saying. Like use some imagination here. We have tools, amazing things that we can do with technology. Those are the type of things we should be looking at. And now maybe it's not perfect right now. And maybe it takes some beta testing. But why aren't we doing that? Why aren't we using that? Sure, people are going to throw shade at it and say, oh, look, this computer messed up. And oh, that can't be accurate. And I'm sure there's going to be bugs. But how do you get through this stuff? How do you advance the sport? These are the things that we need to step out of this black and white era into the new digital age. These are the things that we need to improve the sport, to advance the sport. And as far as the corruption and just outright, you know, everyone believes that every fight is fixed and then all these, you know, my fighter got robbed and this, that, and the other, we could start to eliminate some of the perceptions of people if we were using these tools and this tech evenly across the board. Like I said, fighter A has the sensors in his glove. Fighter B has the sensors in his glove. We don't have to worry about Finger Man over here doing God knows what with his finger and then go as official results, right? Official punch stats. 
It's the same thing with the judges. We don't have to hear those nonsense excuses anymore. You've got a monitor. You've got your headset on. There's no excuse about the ref's ass being in your face. There's no excuse about the crowd uh, uh, changing your behavior and, oh, I thought this round and that. I mean, they just make up the most ridiculous excuses anyway. You and I know it's bullshit. We already know that. But the fact of the matter is it's not changing. Nothing's changing. You see these judges, they get called on the carpet, if that. And then the next month, they're doing another championship fight or even a bigger fight. There's no repercussions. Nothing ever happens to them. These fighters are the ones that take the fall for refs that make terrible decisions with terrible stoppages or simple stuff. A cut that was caused by a butt or a punch. That affects the outcome of the fight. I mean, these are the type of things that I believe can be easily rectified. I don't believe it takes away from the sport one iota. I believe people would get used to it very quickly. I know a lot of people have called for it and want it because how else are you going to make these split? These are split decisions. You're talking about a combat sports where people are throwing legs and knees and elbows and, you know, hands and people are headbutting and they're clinching and people are tripping. I mean, there's so many things. There's no possible way a human being can look at everything, take everything in and correctly rule on everything. So we should be using technology. Let me know what you guys think, not just about the instant replay, but like the punch stats, those sensors I spoke about, the scoring with some type of noise cancellation, uh, uh, the booth, the soundproof booth. Let me know what your guys' suggestions are to improve combat sports. Let me know what you think we should be doing right now to bring combat sports into the new digital age. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.